0: Today we discuss the wild story of the Stardust Ranch. We'll look at the Edmonds family and what they encountered while living at the ranch for over 20 years. From paranormal to poltergeist, animal mutilation to little greys, this story has it all. Find out how the Edmonds dealt with it all and what finally became of the ranch. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. If you thought some of our
1: past alien stories bordered on absurdity, stick around and believe it. Or not. This is Necronomapod. It's a -a one-of-a-kind piece of property that just went up for sale in Buckeye.
0: And its owner says whoever buys it will likely have a lot of unwelcome guests. Lauren Reimer went to check it out tonight. We have four bedrooms in the house.
2: This seemingly
0: peaceful Buckeye horse property was recently put on the market. We have a 10-foot deep diving pool. According to its owner, John Edmonds, Stardust Ranch also has one quality you won't find anywhere else. Well, we have two alien portals.
2: We have one in the front and one in the back.
0: And through those portals, he says they often get otherworldly visitors. The grays, unfortunately, that we have run into in the house and on the property, or anything but peaceful. I feel like we don't as a group do enough team building stuff. Whenever we hang out outside of recording, we're always we just, you know, stuffing our faces with food or <laughs> getting <laughs> annihilated. We need to like join a club or something.
1: Like axe throwing or something
0: like that? Yeah. We're not golfers, obviously. I don't know. Maybe disc golf, frisbee golf, something like that. Nah. Like a hobby type thing? Maybe. A hobby slash team building, chess club, a book club even.
1: Hmm.
2: Not the frisbee thing, though. No? No, I can't throw a food. Fr- you like frisbee. disc golf?
0: You can't throw a frisbee? Uh-uh. Really? It
2: just doesn't work for me. I don't know why. We have a, one of the best disc golf courses in the whole area in our town. Yeah. Someone in my neighborhood actually asked me to go... Mm. with them to that uh, that disc golf thing. I'm like, oh no, I can't do it today. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I'm a loser and I can't throw a frisbee. <laughs>
0: what is it that like you can't do? It? I don't
1: know. It just doesn't. Like do you release it too late and hit yourself in the head or something? Yeah, like it always goes sideways <laughs> and shit. Really? Yeah, I just can't do it. I That's don't know
2: fascinating.
0: why. fascinating. Is it because you're very high? No. This just never <laughs> has worked out for me. Is there a putt put- golf club? I would do that. That'd be cool. Like a weekly or a bowling club. You guys want to go bowling? We we'll like Big Lebowski style. We'll drink white Russians and. I
1: don't like bowling. For
0: rocks. You don't like bowling? I like bowling. I miss
1: playing chess. I haven't played chess in a while. I used to play a lot.
0: No, we never did our um, educational session on it. I've had that chess board sitting in my house for about a year and a half now. I'm supposed to teach you, right? We were supposed to just get together and drink some bourbon and play some chess. Yeah. Well, we got the bourbon part down. Just have to add the chest piece. Yeah, we're in. good at that. We just got to do the chest part. <laughs> Again, team building. We probably would. We'd be better at putting these things together.
1: We could do karaoke like you did to start the show last week. You got a lot of high praise for your Chad Kroger impersonation. I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: I think I blacked out. Okay. Um, <laughs> I actually on. don't like karaoke. <laughs> I have, I think I've been karaokeing. I went karaoke one time in my life. or like did it. Like I've. I like watching other people make fools of themselves. Well you
1: laugh at them. You don't want people laughing at you. Of
0: course. Yeah. And I've never been drunk enough to where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go do that. Now, on a microphone for a podcast, sure, I'll entertain hundreds of thousands. <laughs> but you're not gonna watch me do it. You're just gonna hear me do it. So I we have been in touch. Uh Declan told me we're working with Nickel back to Maybe do like some kind of joint production together. We'll see. Really? We'll see what comes of it. Who knows?
1: Do you know their new song, San Quentin? Can you, uh, I have the heard songs it. to those? Uh, uh. I wish I hadn't <laughs> heard it.
0: But yes, I have heard it.
1: It's not good. No, it's really not. I think I was flipping through Sirius and maybe I stopped on Octane for, uh, mr crowley old osie song or something and, and then it snuck it in song? like <laughs> what is this horrible song oh it's
0: nickelback it's really bad this really is, it's like even good. i would even say even for like nickelback stuff it's bad
2: it doesn't even really sound like nickelback it sounds like he's trying to be like a bootleg metallica
1: or like a f- yeah a cover a, a 5 Finger death punch cover band doing a cover of a nickelback Cover band doing saliva or something, (laughs) doing Sister (laughs) Hazel. (laughs) Saliva, (laughs) saliva. Not saliva, but
0: you know, still, it's not good. Maybe like saliva, it could be. Yeah, but watch, it'll be number one on the charts for the next six months. That album will go to number. Is it a new album or just a a random single?
2: That's a new album. Is it? Yeah, I looked at it. Really bad. We played it here before we recorded one night, remember? We
0: That's, yeah. That was yeah. after I
2: heard it,
1: yeah. It's not yeah. good.
0: All right, well, we'll put that on the uh
1: I mean, we're acting like show. we would expect it to be good, but of course it's yeah. not good. Why, why would you expect anything else?
0: But like I said, I think even for their standards, this one's bad. Not saying something.
1: I don't know if I would have even
2: known it was Nickelback. It sounds so different. Like, I would be like, oh, this fucking sucks, but <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that it was Nickelback. <laughs>
0: Maybe the rest of the album will be gold. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. Chad Kroger is like Tom Brady. He only has success. Mm. (laughs) I mean, it's true. He's pretty successful, right? Yeah. most as people don't want to admit it. Think of your favorite band right now. Chad Kroger is probably more successful than that band. Mm. Think of your favorite athlete right now. Tom Brady's better. (laughs) It's the greatest professional athlete of all time. Muhammad Ali, number two so anyways we're gonna put team building on the uh, on the shelf for a while I
1: guess we we, we we passed right over that without me being able to respond that I think Ali is a much better athlete than Tom Brady how many Super Bowl rings does he have <laughs>
0: um Jim Brown is the greatest football player of all time not Tom Brady he couldn't sack Tom Brady mm-hmm Tom Brady wouldn't hand the ball off to him because Tom Brady throws touchdowns. Jim Brown won't run right over Tom Brady. So Well, Tom Brady doesn't play defense. So Neither does Jim it. Brown. Okay. <laughs> Tom Brady wouldn't hand the ball off to him. So team building, we'll, like I said, we'll put it on the shelf. We'll come up with something else.
2: So this story focuses on John and Joyce Edmonds and the ranch that they purchased in 1996. The ranch named Stardust Ranch is in Rainbow Valley, Arizona, and when John and Joyce purchased the ranch, it was pretty remote and unfinished. The world became aware of Stardust Ranch in 2017 when John announced that he was selling the ranch and he went public about the paranormal activity that he and Joyce were experiencing. Uh, they had Ghost Adventures come out and do an episode on the ranch. And according to John, former owner of Skinwalker Ranch, Robert Bigelow, visited the ranch, but we'll, we'll get
1: into that towards the end. Oh, Ghost Adventures. Why don't you say that? The story must be true, then. <laughs> Obviously, legit. Just gave it all the credibility it yeah, needed. I've never seen any tomfoolery
0: <laughs> taking place on
1: Ghost Adventures.
0: <laughs> I I really think tomfoolery is my favorite word. It's a great word. We use it all the time on the show. It's it's fantastic. Can we do a Tom Foolery shirt and do it like in like the, the Necronomopod logo? It's so like the last three letters have like the red. Tom Absolutely. Foolery. Sure. All right. So that'll be something we don't follow up on. <laughs> it's a thought that counts, right?
1: We're idea men, Mike. We're not a follow through, man. <laughs> right. We have a lot of great ideas.
0: Fantastic ideas. That's
1: fucking Maybe. Declan's the follow through person. He, he just never follows through. He
0: might be the most incompetent intern of all get time. rid of his ass get one of those micro wrestlers in here and they can uh, you be your intern we show up with like a table like open interviews <laughs> <laughs> Bart. they can bartend too it's true well Declan certainly can't do both no he's terrible I can ask for a Miller Lite the other day he brought me a Mike's hard cranberry lemonade I was like what the fuck are you doing pal I asked for a Diet Miller which well, begs to
1: end. The, the bigger question is why do we even have those in the house? Who's drinking those? <laughs> I think they're his. He brought them with <laughs> him to Probably work.
0: His mom packs Fucking him in his
1: lunch.
0: <laughs> this mom packs him in his lunch.
1: Here's your bologna and your Mike's hard cranberry.
0: <laughs> whatever the fuck you said. You go work hard for those nice boys. <laughs> he shows up, we just give him a wedgie. <laughs>
1: Mike fucked your mom last night. Oh, that's why she made you a shitty lunch.
0: She was cum drunk this morning when you went to work, motherfucker. We just look at him eating a sandwich. How's that bologna sandwich taste? That's not mayonnaise. It's daddy Mike's jizz. Back in
2: 1996, John and Joyce were looking to slow down their lives a bit. John had moved to Arizona in his early thirties and opened up his own psychology private practice. Then he met Joyce, who at the time worked for the FBI after a bunch of years of busting their asses and saving money. They decided that they wanted to buy a ranch. John would close down his private practice and Joyce would eventually retire. Most ranches in Arizona were out of their price range. um, But because the rainbow Valley area was still pretty remote and the ranch was unfinished, John and Joyce could afford to pay cash for Stardust Ranch, which I'm sure is still a lot of fucking money.
1: It was $237,000. I did a little recon on the, on the <laughs> okay. real estate stuff here. And it's only 10 acres. I mean, when we talk about ranches out west, at least I do, I, I picture this big, you know, like Skinwalker was 500-acre ranch. Like yeah. I picture this big, grandiose ranch. This is 10 acres. It's not that big. So ranch, I think, is in quotes here a little bit.
0: And what two hundred thirty-seven for nineteen ninety-six? Yeah, that's a pretty nice I mean, ranch. It's a nice then. chunk yeah. of change. It's a nice
1: property, but I don't know. Like when you think of when you hear ranch out west, don't you think of big sprawling hundreds of acres? I think of I Skinwalker do. Ranch. Yeah. yeah, and Skinwalker's five hundred acres. That's a big chunk it's much of land.
0: Smaller by comparison. Yeah,
1: right? ten acres is not that big. So these two, at least on paper, seem like legitimate, you know, professional people. Not scam artists or yeah. anything like that
2: yeah i mean he for real had a degree and had his own private practice and stuff yeah they seem like legitimate people weird stuff started happening on the first day john and joyce moved in the day john and joyce went to the ranch to start moving they opened up the front door to find all of the previous owners belongings were left behind like people just walked out one day and
1: didn't come back hmm. hey did they call it stardust or was it already named stardust when they moved in I think they called it Stardust. Like that was their name for yeah, the property. Like, what would you call your ranch if you bought a ranch?
0: Big dick ranch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just smiling. I mean your ranch, not what you would call our ranch.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Would you call yours? Did you have something in mind? You just, no, no. no? I am just asking you. I don't know. I don't have a good answer. I'm not a fan of naming things like that. Like, I understand it's pretty popular for ranches to name them. Yeah. Like, I, diver- I don't name my cars like people do. You know, if I had kids, I certainly wouldn't name them. <laughs> like, I'm just not, I, I don't like to put names on things. That's it's so permanent, right? Yeah, right. Like you don't know how long you're staying here. Like maybe I want to you stay at the ranch name. for ten years and let it tell me what its name is. Just be like, Mike's ranch. Like, oh, like based on the theme for the last ten years, this is like the Lotta Pussy Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> or this guy collects fake championship belts <laughs> ranch. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just let it let it name itself.
1: Or like Coxman. Only in his own mind ranch. <laughs> Something in, like that. Yeah, it's like in small princes,
0: only in his own mind. Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Assistant to the regional ranch. <laughs> I don't have a good answer. I thought you might. Maybe. It depend- and you did. You didn't disappoint. Maybe it depends where you live, too. Like, maybe you base it like for if we're doing for real, like base it on the theme of the area. Like, you know. I don't know what's in whatever the Arizona, whatever the terrain might be or whatever wildlife might be right there. It's like out in the desert, I
1: think. It's like 35 miles west of Phoenix is the area we're talking about.
0: Yeah. So maybe based on that, whereas like, you know, I think I've talked on the show how much I love Wyoming. If I was out in Cody, Wyoming, maybe it'd be something like, you know, Big Buffalo Ranch or something like that. Or like Big Buffalo Sauce Ranch. Mm. More fitting for me. That sounds like a delicious ranch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stardust Ranch is a good name, though. I think it's cool. Yeah.
0: Isn't the Stardust a Vegas place?
2: You're thinking of Cody Rhodes.
0: Oh, of course. I was thinking that for later. <laughs> I was going to make sure we did not mention Cody Rhodes once before he left WWE to go to AEW. Do you know this? I do know this. Oh. Do, you, do you remember him? Like, did we... Were you with us watching wrestling? No, I think Wait. he... Goldust or Stardust? Goldust was his brother. Yeah, like okay. in real life, his brother. Yeah. But then Cody Rhodes, before he left WWE, became Stardust, and it was like a Goldust esque. Oh, I'm thinking character. of Goldust, right? Yeah. yeah. But Cody was Stardust. Okay. And then he left to go to AEW before he came back. So, there's been a lot of wrestling talk on <laughs> this show, but I'm just trying to follow along, fellas. <laughs> Stardust was a gimmick Cody Rhodes had. It was kind of cool gimmick. He did a. He was like a mystical. Type wow, fancy. thing.
2: Like he came from outer space or something. Like it should have been a
0: stupid, like ridiculous. I mean, but it still was ridiculous. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Enough <laughs> wrestling, John. <talk. laughs>
2: all this stuff was in the house. Like the people just left and didn't come back. John was pissed. And the realtor was like, just sell all the stuff or keep some of the appliances, you know, if they're newer than the ones you have now. And John wasn't having it. So the realtor said that he would try and contact the previous owners. John and Joyce went out to grab some food while they were waiting to hear back and they were gone for about an hour or two and when they came back all of the contents of the house were in the pool. There was a huge in-ground pool on the property that wasn't
1: filled. Now there's just tons of shit in it. Can I just say that I found the original listing for this house? Mhm. The pool is not that big. <laughs> it's oh, okay. just a little tiny in-ground pool. So it's not going to have like back. uh <laughs> It's not gonna have
2: refrigerators
1: and things in it. I mean, yeah, it could fit some stuff, but the word I don't think the word huge is a- applicable in this scenario. It's just an average, regular, small to medium in ground pool in the backyard. Did you read this guy's book? Yes. That's okay. what I used for everything. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. so, so maybe pain. he inflated the size of his yeah. of his pool. Okay. That's what I assumed. So we're
0: yeah. already inflating the size of pools. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is all based off of uh, John's book,
1: Ascension Code, is that what it's called?
2: No, that's a different one. Oh, he has one that's just called The Incredible True Story. Oh, who wrote Ascension Code? I thought that was
1: his. That must have been someone else's.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. John said that his initial thought was that the realtor hired a contractor to come move the stuff and they kind of just said, fuck it, and threw everything in the pool. But given that it was only an hour or two that had passed, John knew that that wasn't possible. John called the realtor back to which the realtor said that he had nothing to do with it. And as the conversation went on, the realtor told John, you paid cash for the ranch. It's your problem now, not mine. I must have
1: been a hell of a Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what security cameras would have shown if they were installed in the pool area. Maybe nothing. Hmm.
0: The realtor never like drove out to see this for himself. So nobody actually saw it other than allegedly John and uh, Joyce. Right. There's a lot of
1: uncorroborated stuff in this story, in my opinion. None of it's corroborated. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm trying to soften my language. But...
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if we're already it's all uncorroborated. lying about the size of the pool, like, you know, pick your battles, maybe tell the truth on the little things so that we might believe the big things.
2: Yeah. About two months into living at the ranch, John said one day while he was at the house alone, he saw a man walking down a long dirt road to the house. John went out to meet the guy because there shouldn't have been anyone on the property. John said that the man was about five, nine was wearing a green button up shirt with the sleeves cut off and had long gray hair and a gray unkept beard. And this guy was holding a machete. John walked up to this guy and at about 10 feet away from him, John said, who are you? What are you doing here? Like that kind of stuff. The man told John that he lived there and John assumed that this guy was talking about an old shed that was on the property and said something to the effect of, I don't know what the arrangements you had with the previous owners, but you can't live here. At that point, the man said to John, quote, I kill the monsters. <laughs> so when John was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You just got to get the fuck off my property. And this guy told John that, quote, you're going to regret that and just walk back up the dirt road. Mm. That would be yeah, creepy. Yeah. And this guy, he said this guy was like, you know, had like half his teeth missing, like looked like he'd just been out there forever.
0: Oh, you don't say. So you assume it's some bum, some drunk who just stumbled up on your property. Yeah. it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere like where'd he
1: come from though
0: well like you said maybe he thought he was had an agreement with the previous owners or something he
1: was just walking around town and yeah, came that, back for the day
0: a, a drifter perhaps. drifter
2: that's what also made me think that this was a very big ranch that somebody could just slip in on the property like that like i'm sure yeah. that, that could happen on skinwalker ranch
0: yeah
1: you know oh, a
0: Skinwalker. you could be living there and they might not know yeah if they weren't patrolling it
1: yeah Oh, It's right off the street. What is this
0: ranch? Uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like you can stand in the street and be like, "Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, house you right see
1: there. it right there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the, the term ranch is deceptive. It is because it was on the show.
0: So so it does make sense that like it'd be weird how this guy got in there then.
1: Yeah. Then it'd
2: be like, yeah, nobody should be on the property for sure. Oh
0: yeah, that's right there.
1: I think that was the pool in this picture.
0: That's just a little indoor pool. That's, pool. Yeah. If I like, like went to a hotel and that was the pool, right. I'd be very disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> that'd be one of those like womp womp. Like that's a Best Western hotel yeah. pool. If, that's what that if is. that. Yeah. yeah, if it's one of the new remodeled Best mm-hmm. Westerns, the Best Western has that beat. Ugh. Now I know how every girl that slept with me in college felt like when my pants came off. <laughs> <was> like oh. <laughs> You mean like big? Okay.
1: Um, I was led to believe the word huge was huge. appropriate in this room.
0: <laughs> Ian's outline said it was huge. <laughs> Ian's outline said this cock could be huge. <laughs> What's that? You have that sound clip we use on trivia where it's like, Brrrrr, oh. It. That's what happens. <laughs>
2: so, John and Joyce were thinking to themselves, Like, what the hell is going on with this ranch? And they got a few answers when they tried to have a landline installed. John called the Southwest uh, Bell Telephone Company and scheduled an appointment. Two times John scheduled the appointments to have the landline installed, and both times no one showed up. John spoke to a manager because he was pissed, and the manager told John that the ranch had a reputation and the contractors refused to do work there. Really? (laughs) so Mm -hmm. there is uh there's stories of a high school kid killing himself like senior year shot himself in the head with a shotgun in the ghost adventures episode that we talked to talked about in the beginning they do a depiction of this kid committing suicide it (laughs) is fucking graphic for no reason like you, know, the, you know what I'm talking about yeah, you watch it yeah, yeah. They,
0: they did it in the house or on the property like the kid lived in that house at the time yes that's the, the
1: family that not the, who they bought it from but the people that lived there before the previous owner right twice removed
2: yeah owners, right, whatever. right yeah when I was watching that the other morning the ghost adventures thing in that house like I thought it was going to be like one of those like <laughs> cutaway type type kill you know like they you just hear, just show it. Yeah, they just, and his fucking head just explodes everywhere. I'm like,
1: what is happening? <laughs> must have been Sweep Sweep when that episode aired. <laughs> yeah. Any of those rating pops. That show is, a ho- <laughs> is one of the most ridiculous shows I've ever seen. I cannot believe it's just season after season. Was it, like 30, ah. 20-something
0: seasons? Yeah, I have never seen that. It's episode. absurd. I just see the little clips you guys show me of dude bro and stuff. I just have no words for that show. This is I what you guys know. want to go see live, right? No, ancient oh. aliens. Oh, we missed that, by the way. Yeah, yeah it was like six months ago, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> what is so? What show did we just say? Ghost Adventures, Ghost, Ghost Adventures with our pal Zach Baggins.
1: He's got the the museum out in Vegas with the you know the paranormal
0: stuff. He had Robert the doll visited. I remember that. Him. I think I was mixing up the two shows and probably mixing up two mixing up two different people. That's not surprising, Mike. Who's the dude with, like, the spiked hair? The dude bro. Ancient aliens. Okay. he's like smokes a lot of weed type yeah. bro. He's so, not a dude bro. No. Zach Baggins is more of a... Not okay. exactly a dude bro. I always call the aliens guy a dude bro, and I just assumed he was the same guy on whatever... You know, oh, the no. He's I just ...the He's been confused this whole time. Shows. I feel bad, Mike. I'm well, sorry. Well, I mean, it's too, it's too <laughs> ridiculous men, right? That <laughs> disgusting. It doesn't matter. I think all my jokes still stand.
1: <laughs> and 10. then out of the corner of my eye, I <laughs> caught this white light, and it was also caught on video. Whoa, what was that?
0: That's the world. It's like die. previews
1: of everyone. Whoa. I do get a good laugh out of it. It is, uh, it's something like what's that spirit box thing they have? It's a very loud, it's
0: like, <laughs>
1: and you're trying to hear like this audio above. Emanating from the spirit box, I think there's. Very we should strange. do
2: a uh, we should do an episode on like paranormal equipment because there's some really cool stuff out there,
0: like it's EVP just, type stuff.
2: Yeah, but there's even like some some really cool shit, like the um, the voice of God helmet that can make you feel like you're having an out of body experience mm. and stuff. Like, there's some really cool stuff. That guy's just a fucking idiot, you know. and <laughs> kind of makes a joke of everything at the end of the day like he has a cool museum and stuff but yeah like that's cool he makes everybody look like fools really so there's a story of this kid that killed himself in the house there's also talk of a white supremacy group that previously owned the ranch really that there okay. was like a shootout happened there
1: like an ATF type thing wow yeah like before like so three removed them previous 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 owners it would have to be hmm yeah
2: Interesting. I didn't really see like anything concrete on that.
1: Has yeah. anyone supposedly got killed in the shootout? I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. It's like some more spirit energy for the house. Yeah. Bad stuff happening. Mm-hmm.
2: John also started seeing UFOs, uh, basic ones, you know, just lights in the sky that he would catch and like, oh, that's not an airplane kind of thing. Um, and then basic poltergeist activity cabinets opening up closing Mm -hmm. stuff moving around their own very skinwalker ranch-esque and how things are playing
1: out is it coincidental that robert bigelow sold the skinwalker ranch to a little bit of fanfare in 2016 and then later that year the beginning of the (laughs) next year this guy wanted to sell his ranch and coincidentally all these things also (laughs) were happening at his ranch and he's he's trying to you know shoehorn a lot of different Types of activity into this ranch. Dave, you don't believe in coincidences. No, I I sure don't. (laughs) I think that answers itself. But it's like, you know, ghosts and paranormal and UFOs and grays. And he's trying to hit, you know, check all the boxes here.
0: Are you implying he was trying to do a quick money grab?
1: No, I think I'm outright saying it. (laughs) But I'm going to save that for the end.
0: Oh, okay. We're only on page two. So maybe, it, yes, I'm implying it at this point.
2: There's a lot of parallels here between Skinwalker Ranch. That's
1: my initial opinion here. So we'll see.
2: I mean, so far in the story, how, you know, the Gormans with the Skinwalker Ranch, they saw the wolf on the first day, uh, came walking down the road mm-hmm. and had la- just walked away. They saw some UFOs and then they had poltergeist activity. That's weird. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Like this guy should have been like, look here, pilgrim I'm a, I was a fake rancher, cowboy. Take your machete, I'll pull my six shooter out and teach you a lesson, monster killer. Gotta be John Wayne out in the fucking desert on your ranch, right? If you're gonna live in the wilderness, you gotta be tough. That's why
0: I don't do it. Gotta be like the fake cowboy rancher, John Wayne. Absolutely. Fake cowboy rancher slash racist, John Wayne. <laughs> Yes, sir. He Bob.
1: <laughs> Didn't he said some <laughs> fucked up shit John in Wayne's Playboy up. or something. Yes. Complete racist, that guy. He's not a nice person, John Wayne. No, why do we keep having him on the show? Why oh, do we invite him back? He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> probably, bar, bar him from the studio. Is Declan going to stop him? You would think. <laughs> <laughs> he's back crying in a corner thinking about how you fucking anally probed his mom last yeah, and night. Yeah, his
0: Mike's hard cranberry <laughs> out of a straw. <laughs> Look here, you communist Declan. <laughs> I'd love to see John Wayne kick Declan's
1: ass. That'd be all right. It's not very nice. It's our employee, Mike. What are you talking about?
0: We don't, threatening pay, violence? we don't
1: pay him. We don't pay him. Jesus.
0: I'm not even sure why he shows up every week.
2: So as this paranormal activity started to ramp up, John and Joyce started to experience the classic animal mutilations on their property. John got the idea that he wanted the ranch to serve as a nonprofit rescue for Rottweiler dogs and horses. John had, I want to say it was like six dogs at the time. And uh, one of them was his favorite. And he was out doing some, some work on the ranch one day and he came upon his favorite Rottweiler completely flattened, like something just crushed it. Hmm. He said it was about, you know, say like two Three inches thick. No
1: insides anymore. Nothing. No blood. So in Ghost Avengers, mm-hmm. they showed the flattened horse. Yes. It didn't look like a flattened horse. It looked like someone had skinned a horse and laid the hide on the ground. It looked suspect. <laughs> it looked suspect. It for was sure. eerily intact.
0: <laughs> the whole hide. Like yeah, someone tell skinned me just, a horse. They went and bought up one of those bear rugs and laid I, it on the <laughs> ground and they were like, this bear got mutilated. Yeah, I
1: not sure what that was, but very suspicious. I didn't see a picture of the dog flattened though. I don't think the dog a picture of the dog exists. Hmm. I will say I he came off as having a really good time on Ghost Adventures. Like he wasn't like he was he wasn't living in terror. In this, on this ranch, he seemed glad that Ghost Adventures was there. He seemed to be having a good time talking about these stories. He didn't seem to be in duress, yeah, exactly because of all these things that were taking place. That was my impression. So it doesn't
0: help his case much.
1: Yeah, it didn't. You know what's really fucking weird about Ghost
2: Adventures with him? He's wearing two different shoes that whole episode. I did notice
1: that. Like did one was re- like a golf <laughs> yeah. shoe and it had like that fanned out thing on the right side. Yeah. And then his left foot had a different shoe on. It was throwing me off. I thought I was time. imagining that. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, I was like what's why he is doing? He water- did the <laughs> alien take his other shoe? What happened here? That's really weird. Yeah. I thought I was just, I didn't see the angle right. but That's, yeah. that's
0: probably the weirdest thing we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> like, wh- who does that? Yeah. Or why do that? I don't know.
1: The fucking media superstar Zach Baggins in your house. You can't put a pair of shoes on, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't find the other <laughs> one. <laughs> Maybe Annabelle came with Zach and stole uh, stole his shoe.
0: <laughs> they probably were throwing in <laughs> the pool or something. <laughs> Couldn't get to him.
1: So
2: this dog being flattened got John a little closer to hitting a breaking point. Like I like said, this was his favorite dog. And he said that the property itself was changing him like, John felt very angry all the time, like he was on the verge of snapping. Yeah, welcome to the club, John. <laughs> so at that point, John started buying a ton of guns, specifically AK-47s, because when you're on the verge of snapping.
1: Sure, that's what you need, a stockpile stock of AK-47s. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good weapon, though. Slipper, if you're going to do battle with some fucking UFOs, the AK-47's a good weapon.
0: I would listen to that argument.
1: I just sure. made it. You heard it.
0: <laughs> just saying I did listen to that <laughs> argument.
2: At this point in John's story, things start to take a turn to get really creepy. With all the stress of the paranormal activity going on, John and Joyce decided that they needed to get away for a bit.
1: Can I just say that this story here, if it was true, mm-hmm. is one of my would be one of my favorite stories we've ever talked about. Oh, yeah, it's was, super fucking cool. Yeah. And very creepy. Yes.
2: They very rarely did anything outside of being on the ranch and work. So on a Friday night, they decided to go out to dinner in Phoenix. John got dressed and sat down on the couch to watch TV while Joyce got ready.
0: You mean she wasn't ready yet? No. <laughs> you had <gotta> to wait? No. <laughs> Sounds like you have some experience with this, Mike. I just call that happy hour, and it's when I start drinking. Yeah, right. If I'm going to sit and wait, and I'm going to start having some Diet Millers or whatever I'm having that evening. Maybe 15 shots of whiskey. Who knows? Depends how long you're waiting. Depends who you're going out with. Also that.
2: After a while, John heard Joyce say that she was ready. And John turned around to see Joyce wearing a red dress with her makeup done. And he's like, God damn, I didn't know we were getting dressed up like that. (gasps) He's like, I got my two shoes
1: on. One left, one (laughs) right.
0: I'm going to fucking have to change now. like, I made the effort. They almost match. (laughs) This one's white and this
2: one's is It's the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> so they got in the car and started driving to Phoenix. And John said that it was one of the best conversations that they had in a long time. Like for a second, they forgot all about the shit that was going on at the ranch. When they got to the restaurant and got seated, Joy said that she had to go to the bathroom. John pulled his cell phone out of his pocket and turned it on to see if he had any messages, which... I had to put in in the notes here. That is the most fucking annoying thing that old people do. I can't stand that. What? Turn on your cell phone. Oh, turn it on to get see what messages. Like, just fucking leave it on, and I would have been able to get a hold of you.
1: Old people doing that. I, I have not done that yet, so I'm not at that good. advanced age. But I will try not to do that as I grow older.
0: I wonder in this day. And I'd age, appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> do old people like like old people nowadays turn off their iPhones? Why would you do that? That's what I'm asking. Like, I don't think they would. Maybe it was because this is like the old flip phone days. Yeah. yeah. Where, you know, I even struggle if I see those flip phones to know how to turn the sound off. Nowadays, it's one little button on the side of an iPhone that your sounds off. So you think that's a thing of the past? And if you're using an Android, then heaven help you. There's no hope for you as a person in general. But. (laughs) my it mother-in-law differs. still does that she only turns
2: it on when she needs to use it <laughs> and like well i can't we just can't get ever get a hold of you yeah, so yeah.
0: even a landline's on all the time <laughs> yeah. like i don't understand that <laughs> yeah. like just turn the volume off
2: yeah in my experience my old people do that a lot and it's really annoying hmm.
0: i never have the sound on on my phone I just don't ever because I don't want to be caught in one of those situations where, no. you you know, you forget to turn it off and it goes off at the wrong time. Yeah. My phone is always on silent. I don't even have the vibrate feature on. Just always on silent. Same. And then, you know, if I look all, at it, we all at. check our phones enough that it's not like hours are going to go past where you don't see anything. So be like Mike out there, everyone. <laughs> or be like Dave, you know, getting up there in age, but you still keep your phone on. <laughs> For you. I do what I can, and he'll even wait till you go to the bathroom and check his messages. He won't even look at his phone while he's sitting there having dinner with you. You're a swell guy.
1: <laughs> I'm Very swell in guy. tune
0: with the conversations, Thanks, man. You're all right. Appreciate you uh, putting that out there. Well, Because I'm the opposite. I'll just be looking at my phone while you're talking to me. Sorry. A bigger fish to fry.
1: You're looking at your phone while you're uh, deep in Declan's mom. So it doesn't
0: matter what you're doing. It's true. <laughs> I'm like I'm on the Twitter, scrolling through, seeing what who died today. Texting Declan. <laughs> Did
1: you ever hear your mom make this noise, Declan? Well, he we, he's just down
0: the hall in his bedroom. He still lives at home. So I text him like, "Hey, listen for this one. Three, two, one, now." And then you really start working her over, and he has to hear
2: it. For the old what for? I am not hard in the slightest right <laughs> now.
0: Would definitely say <laughs> we all know he's lying
2: so when John got out of his phone and uh checked his voicemail he had multiple messages from Joyce being super pissed that John had obviously ditched their dinner plans John called Joyce and was like I'm sitting at dinner and you're in the bathroom here to which Joyce is like no asshole. I'm at home upset that you left me here as John was trying to wrap his head around what was going on. The Joyce in the red dress sat down at the table and John told the real Joyce on the phone that he would call her back. John looked across the table and said that this was the first time that he really looked at Joyce's face since they got to dinner. John was driving the whole time that they talked in the car and it was dark out. So he said that he never made eye contact. But now that she was sitting across from him, John said that her eyes were completely black and John immediately stood up and just took off. Left the restaurant and uh left behind the doppelganger of Joyce. Wow.
0: So he, he, left didn't? Her, he left her with the check. That's what he did. Yeah. Left her with the check. Doppelganger Joyce had to pay that bill.
1: He should have doppelbanged her. <laughs> it's like a free pass, right? Should have brought
0: her home and had a threesome. <laughs> Who are the two
1: women? Both your wife. You're not cheating. It's not cheating. Strangely enough, it appears that the uh, Doppelbanger Joyce was a better conversationalist than the uh, regular Joyce, so Yeah, I feel like that's a weird jab at his wife
2: that <laughs> yeah, he makes right. in that book. They, they <laughs> he wrote that wrote, in the book? Were
0: they still yeah. together when this when he wrote that?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were together up until the end of the story. <laughs> There's a lot of things you know, that I John mean, says in his book that it's like, God damn, man, that's uh, like a but, weird jab at your wife.
0: But he wrote the book in what? What year?
2: 2019 that came out. And he was
0: still married to Joyce at the time. Mm -hmm. It seems like that would be something you put in a book if she was like your ex-wife. Yeah. Just like a low-key like jab. That story,
1: if true, is very cool. Very scary, but very interesting. I don't even know what to make of that.
0: Yeah. I I don't even know what I would do in a
1: situation like that. And John
2: says in the book that the doppelganger thing has happened uh, multiple times. Wait a minute. But he doesn't ever talk about the other ones. It's just this.
0: He chooses to keep those quiet. Yeah. He did
1: anal with the doppelganger
0: (laughs) Joyce on another
1: time, I bet. That's why he's not talking about it. Well, he
2: said that there was even doppelgangers of him. He that anal
1: with himself,
2: <laughs> that, that like Joyce
0: encountered, <laughs> hey,
1: you just <laughs> fucked yourself up the ass. <laughs> he,
0: he jerked himself off and just call it masturbating. Four hands are better than two. You can get all the holes.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a very cool story. <laughs> yeah, though. It's a cool story. Like, I'd like to believe in the back of my mind that that. that this happened because i would love for something like that to happen to me personally so
2: the phenomena started getting stronger and stuff like john couldn't find the keys to his car um, and they would just drop in front of him like they came out of the sky he and joyce also started waking up with weird marks and bruises that weren't there when they went to bed they both started getting the feeling that something was happening to them while they slept at that point John started hiding baseball bats around the house on top of his multiple AK47s. Then after a couple months of waking up with these weird marks, John had a face-to-face encounter with what was causing
1: them. So but speaking of those marks, Joyce said she was actually molested. Like she woke she said she woke up and her thighs were rubbed raw. Like the Grays or whoever whoever was in the house had molested her. It's, it's, it's that's a like, whole different level there. It's an ongoing thing. That's, yeah, it's gone on
2: for
0: like ten years. Ten years—that's a long time to <laughs> live a in a lot, house. Long time to get dry humped raw I'm like
1: that. Man, the Amityville people left in a few months, right? Yeah, Six George, months. Yeah, George left. Like, they made that story up, and then they got the fuck out of the house. <laughs> Art Bell would have been gone in thirteen <laughs> seconds
0: of the first thing happening. He's made yeah. that very clear. You don't stay in one of these houses. No. I wouldn't. Either. That's what most like if, people, if this is true, I would have been gone as soon as that stuff was in the pool. And I figured out that nobody actually did it.
1: But I guess if you're financially restrained from that, like if they sunk all their money into buying this ranch, you didn't have any other money. You had no place to go. Did
0: we say the that? Oh, cause I mean, she's FBI. He's a psychologist. I they're probably okay. I don't know. And also what I would probably do is just not tell anyone and just sell it. Get that stuff out of the pool and oh. then just sell the fucking yeah. house. I just think it's
1: presumptuous to say, oh, I would leave and go somewhere else. Like, not everyone has that uh, that option or the resources available to do that.
0: Sure. But, you know, go stay at the Best Western for two nights and have an, an actual huge pool, and then you're fine.
2: <laughs> the other thing that's really weird about this story with Joyce is that she, it, as far as the aliens are concerned, like the shit that we're going to get into, she never sees any of this for herself or really remembers any of it. She says that she's taking John's word for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, so that whole like molested by the greys thing. There's three options. Either she's lying and she's Mm. in on this story with John. There really are greys doing something to her at night. Mm. Or it's John doing something to her at night. And then it's a whole different ballgame. Well, she
1: wakes up. That
0: doesn't make the story fun at all. No. Yeah.
1: Then that's a whole different story. But she wakes up with the raw thighs, right? Right, so maybe John drugged her and rubbed her thighs raw in the middle of the night? But does she wake up
0: with the raw thighs? That's what I'm saying. Or is that just part of like their scheme and story? That's that's the question. Right. I'm not trying to belittle and say I don't believe her if there was some sexual assault going on. That's not the case, but I'm not sure that's the direction the story is going.
2: I mean, we're going to talk about it here in a bit with John just firing (laughs) AK-47s in the direction of Joyce. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't know. It's one of those three things Um,
0: on this first encounter. John's own words were quote on the night of my first engagement with them. It was not a sound that brought me out of my sleep. It was a touch. I had been lying in bed for about 90 minutes with my eyes closed, unable to fall asleep in some kind of dreamscape in and out of consciousness. And I felt a cold and clammy thing, touch my arm around the wrist and stroke my forearm along the inside, right up to my elbow. I just want to smell his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately sprang into action. I grabbed the baseball bat from behind the headboard, and I swung as hard as I could right in front of me on my side of the bed. I heard a hiss. It's a little hard to describe. The closest thing I can compare it to is if you take a knife and puncture a soccer ball or football. It was that sound of the sudden evacuation of air underneath pressure. Like a queef. <laughs> I flipped on the nightlight and there they were three of the gray aliens right inside the bedroom on my side of the bed. They stood about four feet tall. They had no genitalia. Their arms and legs were very thin. They were a little thicker up in the chest area and their waists were uncommonly thin. They had large globe-like heads, with bulbous black eyes. Their eyes were what haunted me the most, like insect eyes, giant fly eyes. Before I could get another hit in with the baseball bat, they literally phased out. Now, I know I sound crazy, but believe me when I tell you, Joyce has seen this over the years. People who have stayed at the ranch have seen this. They literally phase out as though they are behind an invisible stage curtain. And that was my first encounter with the Greys. So in that quote we read before the break, he said, Joyce has seen this over the years and people who have stayed at the ranch have seen this. Who are those people?
2: Uh, so there's a doctor we're going to talk about later on. There's also some talk of a woman that had liver cancer that was cured from the ranch, but really, that's not in the book um you would think that would be
0: a big part of the book i in fact make that an entire chapter (laughs) um
2: i don't understand why the book says that joyce has seen these things because in other interviews you know he specifically says that joyce has not seen any of this stuff that she's just taking his word for it like he has to explain to her what happens why do we think that is like in reality or in the story being true, um, both. In reality, I think he's he's obviously gaslighting her. Yeah, for what reason I don't know. Or they're in on it together.
0: That's yeah. what I was gonna say. So, so are we taking a stance on that yet? Like, is he gaslighting her, or is she just in on this and just playing the the dumb? Oh. I didn't see any of this, but he he told me. It. It's a big
1: stretch to believe all of this if you've never seen any of it, and you'd have to question why all this stuff took place at your home and your only your husband saw it.
0: So I would Agreed. lean towards her being on it. As opposed to Barney Hill, who was literally just a victim <laughs> of his wife's <laughs> abuse. Poor Betty. <laughs> so John... At this
2: point in his story, you know, his life is kind of in shambles to a degree. How can you live peacefully like that? Yeah, it's you just can't. all day, every day. Yeah, But it was coming time to for taxes, so he needed someone to do his taxes for
0: him. Or R. our was coming, <laughs> <Yeah>. IRS. <laughs>
2: so he found this Mormon guy to do taxes for him. Um, and they got to talking about the ranch, and this Mormon guy... It's like, well, maybe I can figure something out for you and help you out.
1: It's like I happen to have my magic underpants on, so (laughs) I I can probably take care of
2: this for you, Johnny. This tax guy arranges for John to have an exorcism carried out
0: Mm.
2: on the ranch, a Mormon exorcism. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah, so the way he said it happened is that they had their white shirts on, their whole deal. But it wasn't like all that screaming and shit like Catholic exorcisms. They just kind of walked around and prayed and hmm. kind of did this mumbling type of prayer under their breath kind of thing. John said that the pipes in the house started moaning like really fucking loud. Like said it almost sounded like someone was talking through the house. But The it
1: spirits did. communicating through the pipes because
0: what other way would they communicate? Makes sense. Yeah, the property well, wasn't happy about it. You're Jeff the talking mongoose, she just fucking learned to talk. Right? <laughs> that's that's true. Be a go-getter. <laughs> Pull yourself up by those bootstraps and you learn how to fucking communicate. <laughs> Patreon.com slash.
1: <laughs> hey, get that Mormon asshole with the magic pants
0: out of this house. He's not moaning like a little bitch. He's fucking talking.
2: <laughs> and at this time, Joy starts levitating. What? Yeah, so John, John.
0: <laughs> this is every non-serial killer story we've ever talked about. Mm-hmm. This is all of those genres thrown into one. That's right. It's this a is, composite. This is like the, the grande stuff burrito at Taco Bell. Like it's, <laughs> it's a little bit of everything that we've talked about. A little bit of paranormal in my life. <laughs> a little bit of alien
1: grays in my life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then like just sprinkle it on top. You had like that little uh, accoutrement of doppelganger just thrown in there. <laughs> Animal mutilations—we got some of that too.
2: So John said that he woke up one night to Joyce levitating. Who hasn't? Um, Am I right? And he like he was always able to stop her before she gets out of the room. He wait, he would be able to wake her up. Wait.
1: So- before she floats out of the room, yeah, yeah, yeah. while she's yeah. levitating, he's like, "Come on, come on, back to bed." Yeah, come he, like back. he figure he gets her back in <laughs> to bed.
0: Wait, <laughs>
2: on <now. laughs> hold on. So then, so then they get this. Uh, they start to figure out that she's actually in the process of being abducted by aliens. That's what's actually happening, according to John. This is not in the book. This is in a, um, a recorded interview with him. He said that Joyce told him. That she would rather die than be abducted by aliens. So that's why John gets all crazy with the AK-47. He said that Come on Ghost here. Adventures. They, had, they <laughs> had an agreement, yeah. yep. I don't know if Joyce was in on that agreement, <laughs> for
1: real or not. He had an agreement. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill that bitch before I let the aliens have her. If I can't have her, nobody can have her. Ugh. Jealous much, pal? Don't make her feel better. Than I ain't going to be having no that. grace fucking my wife up there in that spaceship. Uh-uh. I'll I cut
0: her in half with that AK47 before I let that happen. Fun <laughs> fact, I once fucked Declan's mom wearing a gray suit. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I walked into his house, looked at him, I was like, take me to your leader. <laughs> I fucking banged his mom out on the couch. <laughs> Don't worry, I made him like a Stouffer's home meal before I... Some paid. Stouffer's mac and cheese or something? Something like that. It was like one of those ones with the little brownies in it, too. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like a complete a meal? Yeah. Kids yeah. cuisine, remember those? Yeah, yeah, he made him a kid's cuisine. Mac and cheese, green beans, and a little brown. You covered all the food groups. That's nice <laughs> of you. Thinking about uh, Declan's nutritional well-being, Exactly. Mike. And then Appreciate I gave that. his mom some protein.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is John's John's words on this whole using the AK-47s to save Joyce from the aliens.
0: In every instance, once I finally got her to open her eyes, she would slowly descend to the floor, sit up, then stand up, and calmly walk back to bed. In each of these instances, she had no recollection the following morning at breakfast of what had happened. This, as you might well imagine, put a strain on our marriage. Joyce had to believe that I was telling her the truth, because she had no recollection of it. Of course, that said, with everything we had seen going on at the ranch, it wasn't a huge leap of faith of her to believe that she was levitating above the bed, outside of the bedroom, and down the hallway towards a final destination we did not know. I
1: feel like he could have thrown a rope over the top of her with some sort of like pulleys or something and did like the Chinese basket trick and spun her around <laughs> on his on his dick because she has got the levitation part going. Like, that would have been great. Make some fun out of it. Yeah.
0: Make some chicken salad. Chinese up.
1: basket trick, no basket needed.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Just spin around. This finally reached a dramatic conclusion one night when I was unable to wake her up even by grabbing her ankles. Nor was I able to stop the slow movement three feet off the ground. Down the hallway and out the side wall, she went right through the wall. All I could do was walk beside her to see where the traction beam was taking her. When I got outside, using the door, because, you know, how else would you get outside? Well, she went through the fucking wall. He clearly didn't, though, right? (laughs) So I opened the door to get outside. I looked up and there was a metallic disc in the air, maybe a hundred feet off the ground and maybe a hundred feet in diameter. And out of it was coming a blue white light. I ran back into the house and got an AK 47. (laughs) Joyce was moving underneath the center of the disc. The blue white light was still fixed on her. I trained the AK 47 on the source of the light underneath the disc. I opened up with the banana clip which, for those of you who don't know guns, is two clips taped together upside down so that when one runs out, you pull it quickly, turn the clips 180 degrees, and reinsert it into the AK-47. Whatever I did, it worked. The blue-white light disappeared, and Joyce was dropped to the ground. This time, she did wake up fully. This time, she did have full recall of what had happened. <laughs> I,
2: I didn't see anything anywhere where she said like, that she had full recall of mm. any of this.
0: And she's never come out and disputed any of that.
1: But and said, like, none of this happened to me? Right. No? How do we know the tractor beam didn't switch her with the doppelganger Joyce? Mm. They took the real Joyce <gasps> up in the spacecraft. She's still up there, maybe. Left the doppelganger down here. He's been doppelbanging the doppelganger.
0: Mm-mm. Well, he did since. say, though, he noticed a difference in the face when he finally looked at her.
1: Well, they fixed that problem, though. Oh, they. She it. had black eyes.
0: They had time to. Tune They're in. like, oh, we, we forgot about the eyes. Let's <laughs> fix them. Yeah, they had time to, to kind of touch it up a little bit, make her a little bit better.
1: This story might be sillier than Ed Walters
0: and Stan Romanak. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it's somewhere. There's like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stan Romanak went as far as trying to give us video evidence, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's where close your blinds originated from. <laughs> it is. Well that that theory I've always had, but that's when we made it no. Well it's the common show. sense, sure, sure. Yeah. You applied your learned knowledge to that show though. Do you know why
0: I've never been abducted by Aliens? Because I closed my blinds. <laughs> they can't see you in the house, they don't know that you're there. Jury's still out, but it, it might be sillier than that. He starts shooting guns in the bushes in his underwear. Now we're we're, we're really taking over Ed Walters. I think
2: John was probably wearing his underwear when he was doing this in the middle of the night.
1: And his wife's in a tractor beam when he's firing yeah. off fucking uh, AK-47, AK-47 <laughs> rounds at the spaceship.
2: I think he's he's, the, mm. he's going above and beyond Ed Walters. Ed Walters had a shotgun. <laughs> yeah? With like just one
1: big shot. He unloaded a whole clip and uh, clip. put another <laughs> clip in.
0: Do we appreciate his hustle, though, of just trying to sell this this house? He's making a go of it, right? I personally do. You're like in a,
1: you know, I mean, small 10-acre ranch out in the middle of nowhere, 35 miles west of Phoenix. You're in, trying to sell this house. Like, eh.
0: maybe,
1: maybe some stuff happened here. Maybe some stuff that the uh, general buying <gasps> public who might be interested in purchasing a ranch like this are not fully aware of. Let me make them aware of the goings on yeah. <laughs> at my stardust
0: <laughs> ranch. And maybe they would be and more like, inclined to purchase this property that I have for sale. And like we said, after their Skinwalker, it's the hype. It's the cool thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a sexy topic, but I guess if you're a part of the paranormal UFO community, you probably don't take kindly to that, right? No. Have, was there any MUFON or NICAP involvement in any of this? Did they ever come Nothing check it incredible. out? incredible. Mm. No, nothing yeah. that I. That it didn't I even showed. meet the criteria enough for them to start, you know, staking him out and sitting outside his house. No, okay. Zach came though. Yeah, Zach came. Well, no one's on his level, right? Like, I mean, he's he's the best of the best. We've established that he's the ultimate dude, bro. <laughs> him and his fucking high buddy on H and I guess I <laughs> thought they were the same person.
1: I was going to say 10 minutes ago. You don't even know who the fuck are <laughs> yeah. I think they're both just dude bros.
0: <laughs> if you showed me 14 photos right now of whoever this guy is you're talking about, what, yeah. Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> uh, I could not tell you who he is, I don't think. I could tell you who my dude bro is from Ancient Aliens. I'm more impressed you pulled out Bilbo Baggins than anything <laughs> yeah, else. Where did that come from? That's fantastic. I read the Hobbit back in high school. <laughs> That was where I decided to end that journey. And I decided not to go any further with that shit. That is not for me.
2: If we remember back to uh, Skinwalker Ranch, the Gormans had this really weird fucking encounter where it was like a trailer pulled up on the ranch property. And then this big figure looking like it was wearing an astronaut's outfit stepped out and it was just standing there yeah. staring. It was very weird. And it was like, You don't even know what to make of something like that. Um, John kind of had his own thing going on with this. And he described it as being like the Michelin man. Like, so, you know, kind of looked like he was just made out of tires. Right? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I know the Michelin man, sure. Yeah. So that was walking around on his property, something like that. That looked like that. That was big. And he said when he got close to it, it
1: looked like it was made out of Brillo pads. I'd say yeah, they mentioned the Brillo thing too, running around.
0: Good thing it wasn't a sponge; you would have ate it.
2: (laughs) So the way that John tells it in the book is that he just sees this thing wandering around on the property, and it's he's gotten to a point where he's like, I everything is kind of becoming just normal life. Seeing shit like
1: this. My wife's floating out the door. She's going through walls. There's Michelin men running around. There's aliens landing. There's dead horses. Our pets are falling off. (laughs) Just wanted to retire (laughs) and save horses. (laughs) But no.
2: He said one time the Michelin man entity got close to him, like got too close for comfort. And John unloaded on it with the AK forty seven. And it and nothing really affected it. Like it didn't didn't even really acknowledge his existence at all. Just kept walking.
1: I picture the Puff Marshmallow Man and Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like I'm gonna attack him.
0: That'd be the ultimate WrestleMania match, right? Like the the Marshmallow Man versus the Michelin Man, <laughs> hell in a cell. <laughs> no way to contain them, right? That's they right. keep puffing up. <laughs> Cells there. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good one. And someone needs to book that shit. <laughs> Did we- he ever put cameras up? Uh, well, well, day. <laughs> I was going to bring you're up asking a- on <laughs> irrational questions. Now
2: I'm going to send Mike some pictures. Uh, for social media, the the Declan. I don't. Yeah, do yeah, shit. yeah. Never mind. Something with Declan.
0: He'll probably lose them, but I'll make <laughs> sure he gets them when I'm over there making his mom an omelet.
2: <laughs> He's got pictures. There's no video, but there's pictures. Okay. There's pictures of a sword that we're gonna bring up <laughs> later. <laughs> I threw this part in the outline just because I was just fucking blown away on page ninety nine in this book. I even <laughs> highlighted the page. You'd be fucking kidding me.
0: In page 99 of John's, John, book. John's book.
2: Yeah. He says, quote, I read Fire in the Sky, the Travis Walton abduction story. However, I remain a little bit doubtful because Walton had been a lifelong UFO enthusiast before he got abducted. And it just seemed to me like he was poisoning the whole experience. Really? I was. How
0: dare you, sir? I know.
2: That's exactly <laughs> how I found like the nerve on this motherfucker yeah.
1: for no It was literally for no reason. It was just like out of
0: nowhere. Just a
2: dig. Yeah. Like, why are you talking shit on Travis yeah.
1: Walton? So in that ghost adventure show, when Zach was out there, he took a day trip and went and met Travis at the, at the phone booth mm, where he yeah. called for help. And they went and, on the side of the road and visited the spot where Travis got dropped off by the aliens. And I I, I still hold the same opinion of Travis He's probably the most credible UFO eyewitness that we've ever discussed. He still holds up. His story hasn't changed. I wonder if
2: something's very credible. I agree. wonder if something happened behind the scenes of ghost adventures. Cause this book came out afterwards. I wonder if Travis was like, Hey fucko,
0: we know you're lying about all this. They shit. got them together or yeah. something. And they maybe mm-hmm. scrapped them. And- like, like he thought maybe Travis was gonna be more on his side in the show. Or- yeah. Something
1: that could be.
2: That's, That's interesting. Very well. Cause it, it was like a day Travis out of nowhere. And I'm like, this motherfucker is talking about shooting AK-47s at
1: UFOs. Yeah. You have the nerve to yeah. you know, try to discredit right. Travis Walton. I still 100% believe Travis Walton. And watching that show just reinforces that. Still very
0: credible. That's one of the few things we unanimously agreed on, right? Like, I th- We all believe that story. I think so. The movie's a little goofy, a little campy. Well, sure. It's still a good movie, actually. Early 90s. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah.
2: I think the biggest thing is that all those guys, all of them took multiple lie detector tests from different places, and Mm -hmm. they all passed. I think that statistically gets to be impossible after a while.
1: Not that I... 100% 100%
2: believe in the accuracy of lie detectives. No, neither do I. But if you're going to take what the one guy took six or seven of them yeah. and he passed every one. No one so ever showed any of those guys seven of them to be
0: lying. If you aren't sure you're telling the truth. Yeah. yeah, Like I would have punched people in the face the fifth time they asked me to take something. Yeah, One thing that would have made that movie better is if probably Nicolas Cage played Travis Walton, right? <laughs> that would have been really cool. <laughs> Wasn't a hurt. Yeah. Can't argue that. Like it's, I mean, Academy Award. We're talking at that point.
1: It was a DB Sweeney, right?
0: Something like B. that. DB Sweeney. Yeah, it was good. I don't remember. Like I, that was one of those movies where I didn't know a single person in it. I don't think. It's been a couple of years since I think whenever we did that movie, that show that we all watched it. But I don't remember anybody big name being in that movie.
2: It's really cheesy, and then the alien scenes are fucking terrifying.
1: They're very terrifying. And
2: Travis yeah, no. did not have a good experience. He's one of the ones that was very scared by everything.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. It It's cheesy, but it's not, yeah. it's not bad.
2: So in December, and John estimates that it was 2007, so we're talking like 10 years at this point all this stuff's been going on. John was driving behind someone who was driving a truck that was filled with shit. Like they were moving um, along with a Christmas tree. Like they had it tied to the top of this truck. John said that he kept thinking to himself that as soon as they hit a big bump, everything was going to come flying out of the back of this truck. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. But this person didn't stop to get their stuff. They just kept driving. So John pulled over to check it out. And among all this random shit was a samurai sword.
0: And John's like, all right, picked up the samurai sword and went home. I would, too. I mean, there's nothing. What right. are you going to do? If you saw a samurai sword sitting on the side of the road, would you not pick it up and take it home? Was it a Hattori Hanzo sword, though? No, I think it was a uh, Conan the Barbarian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so fast forward a couple months. John found his favorite horse dead on the property. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> no blood. There's the classic UFO mutilation. And at that point, John's like, fuck this, got his samurai sword and thought to himself that and he says it in the book that it is war. I'm going to <laughs> war with the greys, cool. with the greys. <laughs> like next time I see a gray, it's on site. They're getting the samurai sword and he's walking around with it at all times. Like if someone was like a security guard armed with a gun, mm-hmm. John's armed with the samurai sword. Now. He's like
0: a mall cop with a yeah. Samurai Paul Blart, Mall Cop. (laughs) Kind of an underrated movie. That's a funny movie. I don't think I've I've seen that, no. No. I did not have time on my schedule for that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you did, though, mister. I've never seen these classics, but I've seen Paul Blart. Yes, of course I'm going to watch (laughs) Paul Blart. the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yes, of course I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) watch Paul Blart. This guy's never seen Die Hard. He's seen Paul Blart, (laughs) Mall Cop. Fuck Bruce Willis. Are you kidding me? Uh, Kev- Kevin, uh, what's it? Kevin James yeah. is a tougher man than Bruce Willis could ever be. <laughs> if they ever want to go toe to toe, my money's on Kevin James. Paul Blart Mall cop is a better cop movie than Die Hard. That's the official Necronomipod stance. No, it's not. Declan, write that up. if <laughs> Never seen Die Hard. You can't make statements like that. I would. I would rather poke my eyes out with needles than watch Die Hard. <laughs> Or any Bruce Willis movie. my good Bruce Willis movie is Armageddon because he dies in the end. Oh, spoiler. 25 <laughs> years old. Where's your little thing? You know what happened again? This, we got spoiler. one ready to go.
1: Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> it's too late, though. You already did the spoiler. I need it before you say it. I didn't know where that conversation was going to go.
2: So one day, John was sitting home alone. Joyce was at work. And John had just finished doing some work on a motorcycle. He sat down on the couch with a Pepsi and was watching some TV. And all of a sudden, John felt like the pressure in the room changed. And he could feel that the Greys were close. John had been working on keeping his emotions at bay because he felt like he could trick the Greys. Like, don't let them sense fear and... uh, I don't know. It almost sounded like a camouflage. Like if he just acted like
1: nothing was going on. Yeah. Like Steven Seagal in that Ja Rule movie. He was in, uh, <laughs> what was that called? Half past dead when he beat the lie detector test. Remember
0: that? Holla. Holla. <laughs> I, I don't even understand what would just happen. Holla. Holla. <laughs> Ja Rule made a movie or
1: Steven Seagal Ja Rule movie is called Half Past Dead. And Seagal was like an undercover. And you're making
0: fun of me for Paul Blart mall cop.
1: You're watching Ja Rule. I've seen everything, though. You can't make that. argument. you? have never seen Die Hard and you have time to watch fucking Paul Blart. Because I have
0: self-respect. I don't watch Bruce Willis movies. So Ja Rule made a movie. Who directed it?
1: I don't know who directed it. Steven Seagal, undercover agent, Ja Rule, and uh, he beat the lie detector test. Holla, holla. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good fucking movie. Half past Sounds dead.
0: like it should go on Academy Award. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's the right movie. But yeah, they were questioning him because he was undercover. And <laughs> yeah. so the mob bosses or whoever was like, put him into lie detector test. Or okay. Whatever, and He beat it because he's Steven Seagal and yeah, you know, he beats everything so that's what john was doing (laughs) same thing right that's what made me think of it
2: (laughs) so john just started changing channels on the tv like nothing was wrong
1: the way you initially
0: the way you initially said it you were like he was in that ja rule movie well it is a ja
1: rule movie and that's when
0: i was like wait ja rule made a movie ja rule made lots
1: of movies what are you talking about he did fast and furious stuff right I don't,
2: know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Something similar. I watched like similar. the first one. He some, I think, I don't know. Anyways, oh, I, don't remember I, just, past- I, I took it as Ja Rule made a movie, and he cast Steven Seagal in it. And oh, I, was like, I don't that's think that's he made odd, the movie, per se. <laughs> they were both in the movie. Right, and from what I understand, Steven Seagal is a like a prima donna piece of shit, so I could not see him doing that. I've heard nothing but negative things about Steven Seagal. Yeah, he's a weird guy. And then he's out. a phony, too. Like, he's not. Yeah. I think we've talked about him.
1: There's recently. that video of him, like, beating, like, like just kung fu <laughs> fighting all these Japanese guys. And yeah. there's this rolling on the ground. He's, like, moving very slow, knocking them out of the way. It's very funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a <like>
0: chore- choreography <laughs> practice yeah. for, like, a movie. It's, it's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. I don't, I don't love
1: him. I did love those Seagal movies in the early days, though. But he turned out to be kind of a tool
0: but it was what that was like the 80s right like when all those action stars
1: were coming out yeah above the law out for justice uh hard to kill those first three seagal movies are cool
0: he did a movie i can't remember the name of it but it was a straight to dvd with stone cold steve austin Mm. oh fuck i wish i remembered it i'm gonna have to look it up but was ja rule in it holla holla I don't believe that anyone chooses to work with Steven Seagal twice. (laughs) So maybe Ja Rule was like, uh, I'm out. No, thanks. I'm not going to work with uh, Mr. Seagal again.
1: I feel like we could get Ja Rule on the show at this point. I would love to talk to Ja Rule. Because every thug needs a lady. I don't know. What's he doing these days? We had a little bit of a PR issue with that fire festival thing. Oh, that's right. He was that guy. Yeah, that shit got weird.
0: So <laughs> he's turned out too good. So he's looking for anything to make the comeback, Probably. right? Probably. Why don't we be that stepping stone? I'll
1: headline Ja Rule's comeback tour. I'm a big Ja Rule fan. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
0: What what do you think? He's just at jaw rule at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. ja ja gmail dot com? Probably. Ja.rule. <laughs> ja.rule. Absolutely. At all right. I'm going to send that out. I'll, I'll, I'll personally do it. I don't trust Declan to do this. I'll do it. Jaw.rule at gmail.com. Hello, Mr. Rule. <laughs> Heard you're looking for a comeback. Sorry about your past endeavors. Tell him Recent, about... Tell recently me about, discussing Steven Seagal and your name popped up. Tell
1: me about uh, Declan's mom. You know how we do it. Feet to shoulder. It's like when he's fucking Sh-
0: Shanti in the back of the Yukon. That's how we'll we'll bond over that. We'll bond over fucking girls and put... holla holla. That's how I'm gonna title the email. Holla holla.
1: <laughs> I gotta finish fucking you with the skirt on the backseat
0: of the Yukon. This would be a great. That'll be a great episode. Hmm. It would be cool. All of our fucking, <laughs> I would love fucking to to John, <laughs> John, John Rule and It's fucking awesome. We do all these serial killers ghost stories. One Sunday, we just released a full episode of us talking to John <laughs> Rule. <laughs>
1: That'd be greatest thing
0: ever. Come on. So fire holla holla.
1: So firefest That sucked, huh? us about it. <laughs> How about those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Am I right?
0: Holla holla. <laughs> How the fuck did we get on this? Steven sure. Seagal.
1: Like beating that yeah. uh, beating the aliens test reminding me oh, of Steven yeah, Seagal yeah. beating the lie detector and half was past a dead. stream
0: of consciousness that like
1: <laughs> good thing was, I had that Ja Rule clip handy, am I right?
0: So first time in weeks you had a good clip handy.
2: So so John's just sitting there chilling. And where he was sitting, he had a view of their sunroom. And he said that he watched three grays materialize, like they came out of a portal. And the way he mm. describes it is like, like you just see them kind of poke out of thin air. Like Sometimes you'll just see like their forehead come through. Like that they, Skinwalker portal. Yeah, and they just kind of look around. He said sometimes they just slip back in, sometimes they fully come out. That's scary. I think he's copying off Skinwalker, but still scary. So acting like nothing was wrong, he went into the bedroom and grabbed his samurai sword.
1: He's like, no, I'm not doing anything in here. Just uh, I'm not grabbing my sword at all. Just uh, hanging out.
2: John casually walked down the hallway, opened the screen door to the sunroom, and straight up ninja style cut the head off of one of the greys.
1: Fuck yeah, John. And the other two just
2: vanished. And the other two just vanished. And John was left with the body of a dead gray. He put mm-hmm. it in the freezer, but when Joyce got home, the body was
1: gone. Question. Is sure. it illegal to kill a gray answer? No. <laughs> They're later on in the book. How can it be? <laughs> he claims to kill like 18 of them. Yeah, right?
2: There's, there's a whole lot of this going on throughout the book. This is just like the first time yeah. he talks about killing one.
1: And their bodies so, just phase out. Like they said before, they just go away. Is yeah. he a psycho
0: or is he a savior?
1: some might say he's both mike holla,
2: holla. <laughs> there is this quote later on in the book that just had me cracking out wrote a quote in the time i had been living at the ranch i killed numerous grays a number of them with my samurai sword and a number of them with my bare hands picking them up by the ankles and just smashing them up against fuck
1: yeah walls. johnny Kill those alien invaders, (laughs)
2: motherfuckers. (laughs) Fuck them up. So with all this killing of the grays, um, (laughs) there's pictures on John's Facebook, uh, because it's still active and it's still public. Um, There's pictures of like a pool of dark blood. Like it's not blood. Mm. It's like brown, real brown. It's a weird color uh, with like the sword laying in it. Oh, of course. And tissue and stuff. So, the tissue samples were sent to biophysicist Dr. William Levengood. Dr. William Levengood is a for real biophysicist that's real interested in the UFO world. Was. what? Yes, was. <laughs> so, John said that he sent the samples to Dr. Levengood. And then Dr. Levengood told John that they were, it was a mixture of animal and plant cells that
1: like he had the the key to alien life or something. Like it was nothing right. from Earth. Right. It was the missing whatever. Um, Dr. Levengood ended up passing away from a heart attack and all those samples disappeared. There he, is no. Like he had a fall in the, like he had a heart attack and fell yeah. right, in the office and the samples all were gone. Yeah. There's no actual credible evidence
2: hmm. that. Dr. Levengood had anything to do with Stardust Ranch. It's
1: all what John has said. Interesting. Did he know? Is there a did like a, a evidence that he knew Dr. Levengood? Not that I saw. Nothing that actually put them together that proved any of it. Right. There's a picture of the sword laying in blood. That's it? Yeah. Okay.
2: Probably when he killed that fucking horse. right? <laughs> <laughs> John has a whole chapter about Robert Bigelow from Skinwalker Ranch coming out there. Cousin of Bam Bam. He is not a fan of Robert Bigelow. What? Like, he based dude. this whole story. Yeah, like he calls Robert Bigelow a scumbag in the wow. book and stuff. Wow. I think. Like, I wasn't the, expecting that. He says that Robert Bigelow came out there and tested stuff on the ranch, then refused to give him the results of those tests. The mm. results were the answers that he wanted <laughs> of that <laughs> test. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he said that Robert Bigelow kept lowballing him on the price for the ranch to right. buy. It. And uh, he doesn't give any numbers or anything in the book. Maybe he came out there. I don't know. Like, there's nothing. On, there's nothing online for sure that says that you know he was there. But I think the reason that he didn't buy is because it's bullshit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm he went towards towards I was like, eh, I don't want your fucking 10 acres. Thanks, pal. I have 500 on the <laughs> yeah, road. I'll and, pass. Uh, yeah.
2: Like he saw the Gorman's, you know, story out there. And you would think, you know, based on just reading their story, you're like, oh, that sounds fucking crazy. That's, no way that shit's happening out there. He went, saw it. For himself, bought it, and then it's turned into what it is, you know, with government, mm. you know, testing and stuff. So I think that if there was really stuff going on out here, Robert Bigelow would have
1: bought the ranch for sure. Seems likely. Yeah. He had the means. This wasn't that big of a ranch. We're not talking that big of a price tag. He's
0: like, oh, this would be a nice in law suite. Yeah. I'll give you a hundred thousand. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the initial asking price was 1.7 million. And then, after he got all this publicity I think he tried to inflate him and went to like five million that he was five was the price that I it. saw okay yeah
0: and they bought it for two hundred thirty thousand 236 000. that's when
1: they bought it for 90 20 20 years earlier yeah John got
2: contacted by a woman named dr Brandy Howe doctors kind of loosely used with this woman, it usually is in these uh, stories. <laughs> she, was ch-
0: she was a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hello, hello. She
2: uh, she's like one of those ladies that runs a crystal store. Mm-hmm. We know what you mean. She came out on the ranch and did all this cleansing stuff, a lot of meditation things like that. At one point, she had a sword that was not a samurai sword, more like a He-Man-type sword, like a Conan the Barbarian sword. Like a trident-type
0: sword. Oh, that's badass.
2: And she says that she was out on the ranch, and that sword got struck by lightning. Mm. She talks about that in Ghost Adventures. She does. Even Zach asks the cameraman (laughs) if this is for real. (laughs) Even he has a hard time listening to Dr. Branny Howe talk about getting
1: struck by lightning. Cause she's talking about like invoking Jesus. And he's like, are you saying you're invoking Jesus to the aliens? Cause I wouldn't think <laughs> the aliens would be affected by Jesus <gasps> demons. Yes. Not aliens. She's interesting. She also said she saw the aliens come out of the portal in the house.
0: In this house?
1: And they look like Klingons from Star Trek. Yes. Is that Phantom Menace? (laughs) No, Mike. That's not the Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. Star Trek. Got it. But yeah, she said she saw the portal open and three aliens that resembled Klingons in the house came out of the portal. You would
0: think John would have put that in his book. Sounds like good, uh, juicy information.
1: Yeah, no, that wasn't in the book. He's got a,
0: (laughs) quote, doctor telling him... (laughs) That uh, she saw these beings coming out of portals.
1: And, like, the lightning was
0: hovering. Like, there was
1: an alien aircraft right above her
0: that shot the
1: lightning down.
2: She's also, she's big into that whole idea that clouds are actually UFOs. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, if you. Oh, Jesus Christ. And if you you are, like, enlightened enough or whatever, and you you can actually see them sometimes. Have we
0: discussed that before? If so, I have no recollection of that. So there's people there's, that think clouds
1: are UFOs. That idea gets thrown out. Sometimes. That sounds like that Jordan Peele Nope movie I just watched. Oh yeah, did you watch that yet? Mm, they were right. kind of no. in the clouds. That
0: the UFOs. I, how many is that? The third one. Yeah, I saw the first. It was I, okay, I haven't yeah. seen the second one. I didn't love it. I didn't love the first one as much as everyone else did, though. I like the first two. What was the first one called? Get out. Yeah, it wasn't bad. That was good. What was the second one? You remember Us. I haven't seen that one yet. That one's really good. That I was great. That yeah. This last one. It's not a sequel. Though, all right. Right? Us is its own they're all their own standalone. Yeah,
2: yeah. I thought for sure when Dr. Brandy Howe got introduced to this story, it would have been something like Stan Romanacs. Remember, Stan ends up getting with this woman that was also abducted by the same aliens as Stan was, and then they have mm. these this connection. They found That's each quite other. a coincidence. Well, and then she comes in, like stays at Stan's house, yeah. and Stan was basically having an affair and <laughs> right. gaslighting like, his hey, wife. wife.
1: Guess what? Uh, this, <laughs> yeah. this I forgot all about that. This girl's yeah. moving um, in with us because she,
0: uh, yeah, she got abducted by the same <laughs> aliens. It's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> I remember that we like he was a piece of shit. I just forgot why. Now I remember.
1: Yeah. He was a
2: pedo, too. Yeah, he got busted with child pornography. Yeah,
0: someone... You know. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Okay. Piece so, of shit.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, John passed away February 27th, 2022. The last thing I saw on his Facebook was a post made by Joyce trying to save the ranch. Um, she had a me.
0: They still owned it.
2: it at that time... Yeah, because it was a post about a GoFundMe to save the ranch. It made $635. Oh,
0: oh man.
2: I was so going to put in here like a link, like if you want to throw her a couple bucks, but um, the GoFundMe is closed, unfortunately.
1: The ranch sold on October 5th this month. For a couple s- weeks ago. $720,000. So not $5 million. No. No seems like it might have gone out of foreclosure. I couldn't tell. And so maybe it was picked up at a sheriff's auction. Not clear. A lot less than the $5 million, uh A lot less than the $1.7 you know, yeah. five years earlier that the initial asking price he was trying to get.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens to the new owners. Perhaps this will continue. Perhaps it won't. It would be interesting, yeah. I'm going to put my money on nothing happens from here on out.
1: <laughs> like the house isn't very nice. Like the inside, it's just kind of. Would you
0: take the time to fix it up if you're being haunted every day?
1: Well, he was there for 10 years.
0: 21 years. 20. We were there for 21 years.
1: 20 years, excuse me.
0: Yeah. 96 not, to seven, does not 17. seem like that well, great of a place. And that's if they moved out in 2017. Did they move out right away? They might have still no, lived there. I don't think they moved out. No, they all. were there until the, the day market. he died. Okay, so, yeah. It was just foreclosed on 25 years, 26 years they lived
1: there. What do you think about what Zach and the crew <laughs> captured on camera during the Ghost Adventure show? The shadow thing walking? Yeah. I mean, like, shadows happen. Yeah, sometimes, right. like, a car could be driving by and the uh, headlights go in the window. Yeah, I mean, they said it was one of the grays, right? Supposedly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had the spirit box trying to... They're putting their hands on two different doors. Which one should I enter? And the spirit box said... <laughs> 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 like, dude. I, I, I don't know. I, that, that's I the th- don't that's, get that show. That's actually...
2: I would say the biggest piece of evidence that Ghost Adventures is just straight up bullshit that they came out to Stardust Ranch and left with all this evidence because there was nothing paranormal. Legitimately,
1: nothing was going on.
2: There's nothing paranormal ever happened at Stardust Ranch. I think it's either one of two things with this story Um, it's either John was just straight up gaslighting Joyce and concocting all this shit. Or, like you said, he saw the Skinwalker sold in 2016.
1: And I there. think that's what it was. It was like all I was think she was probably in on it, too. Yeah. They read reports of what. I think she was on it. Yeah, yeah. they read reports of what Bigelow got for Skinwalker, <gasps> <laughs> and they're like, oh, let's throw all the fucking everything happening at this ranch. Greys, paranormal, suicide uh, entity coming back. This and that cattle mutilation and everything yeah it no. just got it gets really
2: uh it's like outlandish after a while in this story you know it's like the whole samurai sword thing is just like you expect me to believe that yeah. that a samurai sword just bounced off the back of a truck yeah and that became your your main weapon it's like god's god sent he also talks about nunchucks in some
1: interviews, but he doesn't nice. talk about the nunchucks in the book at all. <laughs> of course. <not. laughs> he talks about. See some about
0: nunchucks whooping Gray's ass? That sounded better. When he needed to beef up an interview, he's like, oh, I'm going to bring up this. I, I'm going to give you an exclusive. I haven't talked about this in my book, you know, that I'm trying to make money on. Tell you the whole story. But I use nunchucks. To... I used to
1: make nunchucks, yeah. I see some grays getting her ass whooped. I have my nunchucks Chinese
0: Star factory in my garage going on.
1: Did I, we talk about this I on air made, or is it off air? I don't
0: know. I never made nunchucks but I used to buy the little gimmick toys at all the, whenever store I was at.
1: Oh yeah. Butterfly Knives, Chinese Stars, We nunchucks. just talked about this
2: going to like super like trashy fairs and being able to oh, buy yeah. butterfly knives. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't recall. It's carnival or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you walk out, you're a certified ninja. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> there was well, a, also and you have uh, a laser pointer. And a laser pointer. <laughs> I got the laser pointer right okay, here, man.
1: <laughs> What's that? Do you? Let's Absolutely.
0: What has have well, we yeah. used that before?
1: Woo woo. Hellraiser. Woo woo. <laughs> Pin, <laughs> we used <be> a <laughs> pinhead. <laughs> I got it so I could show you guys stuff on the TV. But oh, yes, it doesn't right. really work on the TV. Yeah, It great. gets weird
2: when you put it on the TV.
0: <laughs> I forgot all about that.
1: There was one other thing on here where there's a nuclear power plant about 40 miles mm-hmm. away, and one of the guys involved got big skin cancer. They Remember they showed a picture yeah. of his skin cancer arm from dealing with yeah. something? It wasn't really clear what happened who was that that even got the cancer? I'm not sure. I was only half paying attention cuz the show I just can't with that show. And then I looked over to my right. Surprisingly, they caught it on camera, the white light that had been in the corner of my eye. Okay. I don't know if it was Satan or Beelzebub or Jesus. But I felt a weird sensation. <laughs> and like that one clip they were filming in the room and he was holding the sword. Yeah, he got like possessed. Yeah, by the sword. And he was possessed. And they were leading you to believe he was about to chop the head off of one of his crew who was sitting next to him. So it seemed They're like, like. Zach. They were like freaking out. Zach, <laughs> Zach. He's like, oh, I was like possessed for a second. I didn't know what I was doing. Holding this sword. Little did I know that when <laughs> I picked up the sword, I would have no control over my
2: actions. Meanwhile, you have people like um, Heather Dobson that we interviewed that wrote a couple books mm-hmm. like doing actual cool stuff, trying to
1: yeah. you know, look into the paranormal right. and, and stuff. Without and, all this nonsense. Yeah. yeah. I find no credible evidence here. I believe he poached Bigelow's story. I think he saw what Bigelow, or reportedly saw what he got for the ranch, for Skinwalker Ranch, and concocted with his uh, bride, Joyce. Not the doppelganger Joyce, the regular Joyce. Yeah, the real one. The real Joyce. Uh, these stories, they doppel- threw everything in there and said, I think we can pump up the price of our ranch, and I think that's what happened. It kind of but, snowballed from there. I wonder why. Why not make it believable?
2: Pick one thing. Skinwalker Ranch had it all, but the Gormans were terrified of it, you know, and they wanted to get the fuck out and they took it. They took a big hit on that. You know, Robert Bigelow didn't give them
1: what they paid for it. Yeah. I mean, maybe if he acted like he was scared of everything, You look at the show, and he's having a good time. He's talking about, you know, showing Zach, letting him hold the AK-47, explaining (laughs) what a banana (laughs) clip is, talking about how he's shooting at the UFO. He didn't act like somebody who had been terrorized for 10, 15, 20 years and whose wife had, you know, fucking levitated out the door (laughs) and was almost abducted by a spacecraft.
2: It's not the feeling I got. Yeah, like you didn't kill any greys with a samurai sword no no you shouldn't have brought that up like you
1: should have left that shit out like after you killed the first one wouldn't you have put a gopro on your head for the when you <laughs> killed the second one so to capture some evidence of it something that uh, yeah. none none of the this whole time there was no photographic anything you didn't install cameras or even stand thought of that yeah stand anything around. Stan had great video of the alien out behind the blinds in the backyard.
0: He at least made the effort to provide it.
1: <laughs> <He's>, he, absolutely. <laughs> that's what I'm talking what <laughs> about. The effort. You got to make the effort.
2: <laughs> I I think it's just the you know same yeah. shit. Yeah. People make up stories makes the rest of the UFO world makes it tougher to figure it out does, what's yeah. what. Same with, you know, Zach Baggins makes it harder
1: for. People looking into ghost things, and I love this doppelganger story. Like, if that was yeah. true, that is some cool fucking shit, and I would love to see that. But he told that I, story. I don't think good. It happened. I think that one was. That's good. That's a good story
2: because he said it, that he just like left. Like as soon as she sat down, he saw the black eyes. He got. He didn't say a word. He <laughs> yeah, got up and took yeah. off. That's what you would really do. Yes. I think that's a good story. That I want to believe. I mean, I would like to believe that he
1: really killed a gray with a samurai sword. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I want to believe black-eyed kids, too. I'm still waiting for him to show up my door when I uh, let him in for tea time, but hasn't happened yet.
0: Okay. Thank you very much to new patrons, Laura Brigner, Brittany, Andrew Goslin, Lorna, Goose, Kat Lobov, Madwood, Julie Covington, Ran out of free shit fuckos. <laughs> fuck Augusta Gein. Mary, Mrs. Hildebrand. Kill Britney Spears. Derek Sando. Dank P. Patrick English. Thursday brunch on college Mike's fuck schedule. <laughs> Russell Gunn. <laughs> Life in Humboldt. Arlie Roost. Amy Hammond. My balls, your jaws. Shanna Tucker. <laughs>
2: <that> even me.
0: <laughs> ben Over, bitch. Nancy. Halo Blattner. Count Poison. Bryant Brown. Ashley Sparks. Spooky forever. Fuck Ian twice. Mary Dave forever. Kill Mike. By Snoo Snoo, Michelle Fry Barger, Edmund Bolenbacker, Casey, Mike sounds like Tom Hanks Chode Muffin. What the f- Ron Howard? Wendy, <laughs> is
1: Crystal. that the real Ron Howard? <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Can you imagine.
1: Thanks for thanks Opie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wendy Crystal Wright. Vicky Hendricks, Mike's Hard for Shawn Michaels Tights, Memphis Moth, Krista Mackey, Melinda Trosky, Hazel, D. Snutson Blue.
1: I think it's D. Snuts or Blue.
0: Uh, okay. Amanda Jones and Molly Souza. Thank you very much. Patreon.com slash Necronomapod. <laughs> for iTunes, I
2: have one for... Uh... 23 Huey, Furry Pickles, got a, uh, a whole bunch of, like they pushed a whole bunch of letters, uh, Hannah Potato, Brittany Bogard, Bernard A, Fisker Vivinkey, Fisker, I just met her Ian. <laughs> Epidemic Hillary, I'm a Hooker, Mercury Love, and Armstrong JC. Thank you guys for the awesome reviews.
1: All right, Dave, what do you got? Uh, On the international reviews, I have Jackie James from Australia and Happy665 from Great Britain. Thank you for the reviews, guys. And on the military shout-outs, Paul Cook, Marine Corps vet, Brianna Kern, Army veteran. Guys, thank you so much for your service. Thanks for
0: listening. Thank you. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Necronomopod, patreon.com slash Necronomopod. Uh, I don't know the link for a new website. I think you just go to Spring and search Necronomapod. Is that correct? It's on the link tree, Mike. It's on the link tree. It's on yes, uh, Necronomapod.com, too, under the merch tab. So check us out on Necronapod.com or on any of our socials. Click the link tree. It's the first tab right up top. And thank you very much.
2: All right. You guys ready for a cool down beer?
1: Cheers.